Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. Today I'm going to tell you, this is um, theory, okay? So I'm going to tell you about some things that I have recently heard. What I'm about to tell you does not mean that I believe this or that I don't. Maybe there's a percentage of this that I believe. I'm presenting this to you so that you can take it in any direction that you care to and look at it for yourself. Come up with your own things, your own beliefs about this. Many of us have already known and heard about Alistair Crowley. Alistair Crowley, for those of you who aren't familiar with this person, was he he called himself the most wicked man on earth. He called himself the beast. He had a saying that was um do as thou wilt which meant do whatever you want to do. I mean, whatever you want to do. He engaged in occultic practices and something called sex magic. So he, there, there were no limits, okay, to what this person would do. He would conjure he would interact, he would perform rituals, and with the sex magic, well, we, we know what that's about. And with that, there is blood also involved, blood, sex, magic, rituals, okay? So, I have heard this a while back. I really didn't think a whole lot about it. I thought, well, maybe it's true. The dates match up. But maybe it isn't. It's just one of those things I read about it and I never took it anywhere. I never took it to the next level. Never spoke about it with anyone. Not because I was um, afraid to bring it to the forefront. But it was just because it was one of those things where I I was maybe about uh, 45. Out of 100, I was about 45%. That's, that's about, about how much I believe in what I'm about to tell you. Like, I'm about 45% of me believed this. So, oh man, this is really uh, something. But it has been said and even written about that you remember the wife of the first President Bush, Barbara Bush. It has been said that she is a daughter of Aleister Crowley. What that means to us, I mean, I just figured it it doesn't mean anything. We cannot be held responsible for who our parents are. But we also know that when it comes to the elites, as they like to call themselves. It goes a lot deeper than just your typical 
mom, dad, and the children type of family. A lot of these families are like um, geoengineered, for lack of a better word. They are put together and certain things are done for whatever agenda that they've got. So, all right, that's what I, and I read about this. It's been a while ago, maybe five, six years ago, I read about this. Okay, so now there are some that are saying that Betty White was also a daughter of Aleister Crowley. I had not heard about this before. When Betty White was still alive and doing her TV shows, whatever, and this and that, I had never heard that. It doesn't mean that it wasn't out there, but personally, I had never heard that. The thing, um, and, and you know, I liked Betty White. I don't watch TV. I don't watch sitcoms, but I just thought, okay, just Betty White. I had seen her a couple of times on some game shows, and that was about it. But she did give me a creepy feeling, and I don't know why. I never met her in person, but whenever I would see her, it's like something about her. I don't know. I mean, she's just kind of creepy. I, I can't tell you why because I don't know my own self. I'm not saying that, okay, uh, that must have been why I felt that way because she was a, a daughter of the most wicked man who called himself the beast and all this stuff. No, I'm not saying that. I don't know why. Because like I said, I didn't know that this particular thing is being touted until recently about her being Aleister Crowley's daughter. But anyhow, I have read this uh, maybe with right, right around uh, when she passed away is when I read this and I heard it. I heard it being talked about. So maybe it was more common knowledge than I knew because I just wasn't in this loop where I heard this. So, um, okay, with that being said, I had also heard in the past now, this is in the time when I was, uh, when I read about Barbara Bush, that some of these people were actually born male. They were not born female. So there my mind is going, well, if they're not born female, how do they have children and all this and that? Well, apparently what happens to some of these people is they are um, not... Okay, they're not born female and they're not born really male. They're born with like hermaphrodites. Okay, so they're, they're born hermaphrodites. And usually these things happen. Like there are people who are born with both sex organs of the male and the female. But it is said in these cases, 
these people have been engineered in utero. So when as much as they can possibly do, they do it in utero. I would stop and think to myself, how is this possible in whatever these people were born, the 30s or the 40s? I know like Betty White was like 100 years old. So they had this technology 100 years ago. Well, apparently, yes, they did. It wasn't to the point where it is today. But yes, they were able to do certain things as much as they could back then. I guess nowadays they can just do uh, pretty much whatever they want a lot easier than they could back then. But somehow, they say this was able to be done. Now, there's another one that I read about. And they say that Marilyn Monroe was another one. See, all this stuff, man, I'm telling you, it's... It's like mind-boggling, and it leaves you with so many questions, and it leaves you with that, uh, you know, you're like rolling your eyes, and you're saying, nah, you know what? No, this is just getting too deep now. This is just too much hoo-ha, and I don't believe a word of it. But what it does, in the meantime, is it plants a seed in our minds, a question. There are many others now who I could name who are said to be in that same sort of thing. They were, they call them, and I've said this before, M to Fs. They're not really born female, and then they... They modified them and kind of like turned them into female and so on. I can't say for sure. In some cases, I think, yeah, you know what, this is just a little over the top. But then in other cases, I start to like think, hmm, there might be something to all of this. I mean, why not? Look at everything else else that's going on. But anyhow, why? Would it be that Aleister Crowley is mentioned here and this type of thing would center around this individual? Not to mention, I believe both these people lasted until a very old age. Not that that has anything to do with it. I've known people who were 100 years old and so on. But it's just, how many people are out there who are 100 years old? Not a whole lot. Okay. So, let me see here. I told you I had to write notes. Okay. The reason, one of the reasons anyways, that it's said to have happened, you know, and we've got the whole Aleister Crowley connection here, is because what they like to do is it's like and they invert everything. So what they are really doing is they're creating. They are engineering hermaphrodites. 
so that it's in the image of their God. And their God is the Baphomet. A lot of us know and are familiar with that picture, that sculpture, whatever, of the Baphomet. We know what that is. It's male and female. And it has its hands pointed in the directions as above, so below. And that's why they do these things. Also, it is said that these these, uh, spirit forms, these entities are attracted to the hermaphrodite energy. So that's a way of like um, attracting these beings. And there is a part of the individual's psyche, the individual's mind that is actually set aside for these spirits to inhabit. I know it sounds like a, it's like way out there and it may be way out there, but there also may be a small percentage of truth here that we're looking at. We really can't say. And I also want to say that these people who I have mentioned, I've got nothing against them at all. I don't necessarily subscribe to this kind of stuff. But I do also realize that there are certain things that have and continue to be done to humans. It's not like they signed up for it. It's what happened. It's a, a type of um, victimization. Okay? They were victims. So against these people, I've got nothing I've got no bone to pick with them. I'm just putting it, putting it out here, what I have been reading. And uh, the first one was a while ago, and then this second one now. And in between a lot of things, like I said, in between, there are a lot more uh, people that I could mention, but I won't. Because you'll be able to find them when you start reading about this, if, if you do. You'll be able to find the others easily. Because once you start going down this rabbit hole, there are many more names that you're going to run into. Okay, so let me turn this around. Okay, and uh, yeah, we know these some of these hermaphrodites have been genetically, they're called genetic specimens of Aleister Crowley's. They, they're not called his offspring or his children. They're called genetic specimens because this was done for whatever his agenda was. This 
gender mashup was for his reason, his agenda. That's why this was done. There is um, a lot more. This is all theory. Remember. But um, also, a lot of this, when, when you start reading about this, it also has a lot to do with uh, sacred geometry. If you know anything about sacred geometry, it'll be very easy for you to understand all of this. It just uh, like opens a door along the way that makes it easier to um, understand this. But I'm, I'm going to say that uh, when I first started looking at all this stuff, I was like, whoa, wait a, wait a minute. It was like, I felt like I was over my head with a lot of this stuff. But as, as you calm down and you start to rationalize and then you start to read a little bit and realize that, yeah, you know what? I mean, we're talking about magic. And with there are so many things that is available to these people who really practice this stuff. And then with the rituals and everything else, and then they've got something that's called um, fallen angel technology. You can read about that. And that's how a lot of not only people, but a lot of these um, other agencies get and come up with this technology that just seems like so out of the world to us. They say that the, the Nazis actually were so brilliant about certain things because they used fallen angel technology. So all that means really, to put it in a nutshell, is that they were in communication with fallen angels, with the demonic realm, with the satanic realm. It said that that is how they um, knew how to or, or where the, the knowledge came from to perform abortions. That came from the fallen angels, the satanic realm. So there are a lot of things that you can look into when it comes to this. And um, I have more that I'm going to tell you about. This is so deep that I actually have to like cut it into bits and pieces so that I don't talk about it and go in depth too much because the, I mean, it's just so huge of a subject and it branches off into many different avenues that you can go down. So 
I wanted to let you know about that, what I had read about um, this particular thing. And then I wanted to let you know also, if you don't already know about DUMBS. And those D-U-M-B-S are really deep underground military bases. When I first heard about this, I was like, okay, that's just a bunch of shit. I don't believe it. But um, now even sometimes I, I think, eh, I don't know if I believe that or not. It just seems so, you know, we can just make anything up that we want to and throw it out there and let's see the percentage of the population that's going to believe this and go for this. But um, it came to my attention that some of the earthquakes, okay, I guess that when there are earthquakes, they can tell, they can measure the depth of where these earthquakes come from. And so it was said that when there were some earthquakes up in Northern California sometime last year, they were saying that, I think they were saying that they were shallow or because of the depth, it was like, no, this wasn't an earthquake. This was an explosion. And so you had many people saying that the explosions were coming from the dumbs. Oh, and that's because they were rescuing people who were trapped there and who were being held there against their will in these locations. Okay, they could, people can say anything they want. Are we going to believe that? How much of that are we going to believe? I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm just here telling you about this. And then you can, like I say, you can take it wherever you want. But it is interesting, okay? I'm not a, uh, I have no background or knowledge of uh, earthquakes, tsunamis, anything like this. So I, I have no real thing to say. I have nothing to contribute as far as my knowledge of this kind of stuff. I can only tell you what has been said. It's also said that there are non-terrestrials who are down there under the ground in these dumps who, um, I guess they're, they're working down there. I don't know what they're doing. But I've read about this kind of thing all over the place. I don't know, guys. I'm just, I'm just the messenger. Okay, then... It goes on, though, to say that a lot of the areas where people are disappearing from, the national parks, places like this, that they are in areas where there are dumps, and that that is what's happening to these people who are disappearing from a lot of these areas. It doesn't mean that every single person who disappears from these locations is abducted and taken into a dump, but there is a percentage that are being kidnapped and then taken down there. I don't know. I guess it's a possibility. It's, uh, it's a very mysterious thing and strange for people to just go disappearing. And a lot of the times it is. These things are happening 
in the national parks. So I guess it's for the individual to decide if they believe this or not. It goes on to say that that's why some parks are closed down and people not allowed in them, mainly national parks and areas in the national parks. Okay, um, there was an an ancient dig in the Grand Canyon. The, it says the military closed it off where people, you can't go there. You can't be in that area. You're not allowed there. Why not? Do we not pay for those parks with our taxpayer money? Why can't we go there? Just like Antarctica. Why can't we go there? Why is the why is it that planes or whatever can't fly over certain areas in Antar- in the Antarctic? Why are they restricted? But now if they're digging up ancient uh Okay, I can see an ancient dig. Maybe they don't want people all over that place because, you know, we have a habit of going and taking souvenirs. So it's, it's up for you to decide. And you might be saying, what ancient dig? Let me go read about that and see. Yeah, yeah. I do know that there were ancient digs that went on and in on Catalina Island that uh, I don't think they had to close the island down. I never heard about that, them closing down the island. So it all depends on where we want to take this. I know that the things that I have told you right now, some of them are kind of disturbing and kind of like um, maybe you were a really big fan of Betty White. But it doesn't mean that you can't be. Because it doesn't mean that that made her a rotten person. What that means to me is that if if any of this is even a little bit true, that made her a victim. So that's where I'm coming from. The other, um, one more thing that I want to tell you about uh, these different theories that I'm talking about is I know that there are a lot of false flags that have taken place through the years. And um, it goes back. You can go back in history. You just go back into the history of the United States. And there are many false flags. So one of them, I'm not going to call it a false flag. I'm going to call it an orchestrated event. And that was... The Great Depression. I know that this was created for some reason. Or probably for many reasons. It's usually to cover something up. That's why these things are usually done. Cover stuff up. Get certain people out of the way. And things like this. I heard recently 
okay? Besides all of the other reasons for creating this uh, Great Depression, which, you know, follow the money trail on that one, was the harvesting of children. I remember hearing stories from people saying that some parents had to give their children away to other families because they could not afford them. They were dirt poor during this time. Some women who were ready to give birth during this time had to give their babies away because they just couldn't do it. There was no way. And they figured that at least their children would have a chance at a better life, a chance to survive this, because a lot of these people didn't know if they would survive this. They had no food. They had nowhere to live. And it was a very, very bad, bad scene, okay? Like, yeah, when you don't even know if you're going to be able to eat tomorrow, you're going to be desperate, especially when you have children. So I personally don't know if this was one of the things that it was done for. But maybe that was like an extra that came about during the Great Depression. And what happened to all of these children? A lot of these children were of the age where they would have remembered their parents. They would have remembered their mom's name and things like this. So what happened to all of these people? All of these children, the babies, they wouldn't have remembered, but it just seems like the numbers don't match up. The numbers don't balance. I knew a lady and she was elderly. She was an elderly woman and she was a child during the Great Depression. And she told me that she was adopted because her parents could not afford her. Well, what she really meant was she was given away to somebody else. But, you know, we church it up and call it adoption back then. No, she was given away to another family because her parents didn't know if they were going to perish or where their next meal was coming from. And she says, all that I remember, she said, because it was really, really bad, is that they were abusive. They abused me. And I didn't want to press her for more information. Well, what do you mean by abuse? What did they do to you? Blah, blah, blah. How long did it last? Blah, blah, blah. I didn't want to press her because I could see that even though it had happened to her a long time ago, she was still traumatized. That trauma never going to go away. She was still feeling the effects of this. And yes, she remembered her parents. But she could never find them again. That was back a long time ago. It would have been very, very difficult to find your parents, even though a lot of people used to put it in the newspapers. 
Because I remember that happening when I was a kid. People would put it in the newspapers and that's how they would find family members and so on. So the numbers just don't match up to the number of people who had no choice but to give their children up. And the number when you're talking about the census and things like this, it just doesn't match. So what happened to these children? That's my question. And I know another, see, these are two people that I know of personally who actually told me this story. There was another person and uh, she's probably passed on now. And she told me a similar story during the Great Depression. And she had um, brothers and sisters. And she said they all went to different people. She said, I don't know what happened to my brothers and my sisters, but I do know that the people who I went with were terribly abusive. She said it was horrible. It was a horrible existence. And once again, I didn't press her to go any further, even though I have an idea of what these both of these women were talking about. So this particular thing is not difficult for me to believe as far as, well, the harvesting of children where, where it might not have been planned, it was a plus for types of people who like to engage in these things. It just kind of worked in their favor. And both of them got married very young just to get away. They actually ran away like with their boyfriend just to get away at a very young age. And these are scars not only on their physical being, but in their minds that would never, ever be healed. Not even scars, their wounds that would never be healed. So that is something that I can easily accept as fact. The other things... That is for us, the, in, the individual, to decide. And um, that is pretty much all I've got for today. I know this is a wild ride today, and there's more. I'm going to tell you about that, but I'm not going to talk about that tomorrow. We're going to take a break from the theory tomorrow. And we will get into the other stuff on Thursday, you know, on part two of this. I think we need a little bit of a break from this. And to those of you who email me and say that you want to hear more theory, (laughs) I hope that this quenched your thirst, but I'm not done. We're going to go into a little bit more like I said, on Thursday, but we're going to take a break from it tomorrow and get into some other stuff, okay? (laughs) But um, 
it's it's all interesting, even though oh, we may not believe it or that's just too far out. I might get some emails. Uh, you know what, Maria, that's just like way too out there for me. Well, I understand that. I really, really do. You don't even have to tell me about that because I, I understand because I feel that way about certain things myself. Even though in some instances, I can pick out a couple of tidbits and just go and look into that. That's all we can do, guys. And all that I can do is bring these things out to present them to you. And if you find it interesting, then you can look into it. And if you find it just a bunch of hoo-ha, well, then you just skip on to the next page. And that's where we're going tomorrow. We're going to the next page. Actually, we're going to a different page from a different book, okay? So tomorrow, we're going to get back into some of the more um, creepy things that are continuing. They never stop, you know. And we're going to take a look at some of those. All right, until then, everybody have a great rest of your day. Ciao.